You can do that at thisisgonnahurtdnd.com, which has links to our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our handles in most places are gonna hurt DND. Um, you also have links to our Patreon on there if you felt like throwing us a dollar or two to help keep this podcast going. What else is there? The kids need new shoes. What he said. You could also email us directly at thisisgonnahurtinfo at gmail.com if you want to tell Owen something. Sometimes he checks his email at thisisgonnahurtdm at gmail.com. And finally, we have a spreadsheet in the Amazon store, which... Uh, Alex knows things about. Howdy, howdy, folks. Is this the... Oh, yes. This is... Spotlight! 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 So, on the Spreadsheet Spotlight for this week, listeners, do you have any halflings in your party? By halflings, I mean little, little babies. <laughs> if you do, you can look into getting the Goblin Splusher Guild logo onesie, baby onesie, short sleeve baby bodysuit, this is gonna baby. That's this is gonna baby. News to me. That's awesome. And <laughs> yeah, so kids grow up fast, especially if you're using a uh, uh, enlarged spell. Okay. It gives plus one to development, also. Yes, plus one to development. And uh, yeah, even this fast paced messages. This product is not actually in. This stylish onesie comes in blue, pink, red, black, gray. All, all, all the colors that I listed. And uh, with that, you can also go to our Amazon store. And with that, there's also more things on the spreadsheet. And with that, I'm going to pass it on over to Owen. Man, we are far less loopy than we were last week. All right, so basically what happened last time in a culmination of recent events, the Goblin Splooshers, that is uh, Korath the Barbarian... Uh, <laughs> Barbarian raised. Boo. He was a barbarian by like profession for the for the part of his life. Uh, the Goliath Paladin Korath, the Dragonborn Barbarian Windar, the Tortle Cleric of Life Junta, and the Paladin uh, Human Perfidulo uh, found themselves in the Plane of Earth on their mission to seal away the third of four cages which were beginning to break. And if those cages broke, uh, the power of the monarch, this long-dead god or long-sealed-away god, uh, would be released. And were he to ever find his way back to the material world, he would have the full manifestation of his power. And so they've been working tirelessly to seal away these cages. They've now hit three of four. They sealed away the air cage uh, after reuniting with their uh, their travel companion, Emmett, they found their way out of the Earth Plane, at which point Junta did some fancy magic to teleport them back to Stromal's 
So in just a second, after the theme song plays, we're going to pick up. You are returning to your guild. Uh, Brimley and and his wife-to-be, Stumra, are not there. They've already set out their their days and days into their journey uh, on their way to Orkinam, the holy city of Meliana, where their wedding will be. And you're going to have to head out pretty soon. All right, I mean, you, you know, you have... You have some uh, some ability with Emmett, who who is uh, bringing his wife as his plus one, and his his daughter is going to be uh, watched by someone while they're away. Uh, and so Emmett, his wife, plus the four of you, you know, you can go gaseous in order to get there. Uh, it'll still take you uh, a couple of days. You'll have to stop occasionally to, you know, rest for the evening and and, and whatnot. So we're going to wear our fancy clothes, right? I mean, that's <gasps> up to you. Yeah, yeah. I need that dapper suit back. But first, theme song. All right, so you find yourselves uh, on the outskirts of the city of Stromals at the tavern, which you call home, which is far enough away from the city that you can still see the lights in the distance, close enough uh, that you can actually go there when you need things, but also far enough away that you have your own little kind of section of the countryside away from even the farms and, and whatnot that surround the city to provide for its citizens. How far would you say we are from the city? Like a mile? Uh, a couple of miles. Like I think far so, enough where it would make sense if like a subdivision started developing around this location. Uh, yeah, far enough that if more and more buildings started to arise around your tavern, it would it might need its own jurisdicting. Um, that it's it's not close enough to to Strommel's capital to, improvements, to guys. Be a cart of of um. The actual city proper itself, because uh, because you got to think about it. Outside of the city walls, there are farms that are feeding into the infrastructure, and there are other towns nearby right. which are also feeding raw materials and processed right. goods into the city. Uh, but you're you're even beyond those farms, so I would say a couple of miles. Okay. But uh, yeah, so uh, you find yourselves uh, actually you find yourselves in the in the temple of the seven, right? And then you're just like, we gotta go to the tavern, and so boom, now you're at the tavern. Was it, did anyone see us just like appear in the temple of the seven? Oh, for sure. The, the 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 priests were just like, ah, and then they like remembered Junta, and they were just like, got it. Wait, they don't remember us? I mean, they remember no. The rest of you. What do I, we do? I came and visited. Wait, the tem- like, oh, the temple of the seven. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, oh, the sorry. temple. The temple of the seven in the city's uh, city of Stromals. Oh, that. Sorry, I thought you were talking about the tower of the twelve. Just like numbers. Okay. There, there, there can't be more than one thing with numbers in a city, Owen. You're right. It's my fault. <laughs> just uh, like as we're on our way back, I'm just like. So one of the things, I mean, obviously we got a lot of gold. Um, if we build like a temple to Meliana in, by our tavern, I can like do that like to our tavern. Oh, that's cool. In case you guys are interested, I know Brimley's. I, mean, I know yes. Brimley also worships Meliana. I think that would be that would be a good idea. Let's uh, let's talk about that. More on the ride back to the guild hall. Okay. Logistics, logistics, architecture. <laughs> well, we could, uh, <laughs> like, I, I mean, if we I build mean, a temple, then we could also uh, potentially invest in, uh, I don't know, maybe some added infrastructure, maybe improving the road system around that area. Who knows? Yeah. Well, it's a lot of good ideas, Korath. A lot of these things, I mean, you can talk about these things, you know, on your way, and then Civil even, projects. you know, in those days. Yeah. Of traveling to Orkanam, yep. um, your gut would tell you that Iko would probably be a good person to act as like a liaison because you still would end up working with Shromals because because you know you're still technically in the property of 
Stromals, mm-hmm. um, you don't own the land. Yeah, you know, you own a, a, a certain plot, but there there could be something to do, and, and you have a feeling that Ico would be a person to help you navigate through that. Yeah. Uh, Emmett, what's up? Uh, we're gonna head back to the tavern. I'm assuming you're gonna head back to your home. Yeah. Um, if you could, should we? Can you meet us at the guild hall since it's kind of like on the way out of the city? Yeah, you guys, uh, you guys want to leave? Uh, by the way, it's like uh, that you can see the sun setting, so it's like just the end of the day. So maybe we leave in the morning. Up to you guys. Let's leave in the morning so yeah. we can get a night's sleep. Yeah, please. I'd like to sleep in a bed. Is our are our limbs afflicted still? Uh, your arms are still stonified. Well, oh man, maybe we can sleep this off. Wait, later. Emmett, do you? Do you have any idea about like how to get like this? I knock on his arm and it sounds like solid stone. I mean, it looks cool, but I don't like it. That's- it's kind of my motif, and yeah. I'm a little insulted that you guys are co-oping my my aesthetic. I mean, yeah, that's you- that's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely some kind of transmutation there. Hmm. Um, Should we wait until the morning? Yeah, let me... I I, I think... Huh. Hmm. Can I borrow you for a second? He says to Perfidula. Yeah. And he, he uh, scribes something into the air, like a green rune. Sure. And he just pushes it into your chest. And you feel magic starting to like affect you. And yeah. so you can choose to just kind of let it affect you. Yeah, why not? Perfidulo solidifies in front of you. Becomes a statue. Wait. What? Why did you do that? And then he writes another rune. Oh, I get it. And he presses it into him, and then he this cracking happens, and he breaks. And so, and and he he pauses long enough to kind of like compare your limbs to Perfidulo, and sees that like the the stone is. Similar. Mm-hmm. And so, and then so it cracks, and essentially, like the stone, as you unpetrify, the stone kind of breaks from you, mm-hmm. and your arm is fine. Cool. Your, or whatever limb. Yeah, with my hand. You. Yeah, your, your hand is unpetrified. Well, that's uh, good news. How um, did that feel? And uh, so he takes Windar's arm and he writes a similar rune, and he says, I think he presses it into your arm. You feel magic starting to go for it. And it, it cracks and it breaks away, and your arm is fine. Nice. Nice. So, uh, all right, guys. See you later. Wait. What's up? My my leg. <laughs> my leg. Oh, I mean, gentle. It's not that bad. I I, <laughs> really, like, I, I really prefer my leg. Never, never mind. And he and he and he scribes something into the air and he presses it into it and it, you know, it, it flakes off and your your leg is fine. Yeah, I'll let that be your thing, Koroth. Yep. Um, yep, I'm still getting over this fancy new. All right, with you guys, I'd like to. Maybe we can go someplace private and uh, split up our loot. I have some things I'd like to take care of tonight before we head out in the morning. Yeah, we're going back to our place. Yeah, that, that's let's, private. Let's go do that. Yeah. Oh, you cool. guys found loot? Um, yes. No. You just instantly get greedy. Like I'm just making conversation, dude. And he just and he gives you a salute, and he's he becomes the mist again because that's still active on you. Wait, weren't you there for that? And he and he, <laughs> and he whips away. 
So wasn't but, he there for the loot? He yes, was. Yeah, he was. He was there. Drag, <laughs> roll an insight check. We should give him a piece. Oh my gosh, this dice is not doing me any any favors. Ten. He was there for that. Yeah. Yeah. And the conviction in his voice, where he said, "You guys found loot," legitimately sounds like he doesn't know that you guys found loot. Maybe he thinks we found loot when we uh, separated. Nope, there's something it. off about that guy. So Junta. that's great. Remember when you said there's a trade-off? Yes. You get back to your tavern, and and most of the the friendly faces that that you know are there. You know, they're they're you got your dwarf and your polar bear, and you know, this is all, everyone's there. Uh, there are a couple of new uh, caravans docked in. A couple of cool uh, new goods. Do I see uh, anybody that has like a bag of holding? The, I mean, so it's pretty late. Like most, okay. like most of the carts are locked up, kind of closed up, like food truck style. All the yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, windows are, are shut <laughs> and whatnot. Food truck style. Uh, no, not like a food truck, but you know, like, you know the, one that, like, the ones that park at like train stations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. they're just kind of like flaps yeah. open up, and there's just stuff. Yeah. yeah. But uh, if Windar has a food truck, he's gonna make chicken wings. Call them Wingdar's wi- uh, Windar's wings because he's lame. Windar, Windar, Windar. Um, yeah. So you get back and you go in and you have your semi-private dorm style. Yeah. Uh, rooms in the back. You're more than welcome to open up the bag of holding. Uh, look through portable hole. Uh, yeah, the the portable hole. Look through all the stuff that's in there. You find. In the bag of holding in total, and I know that Steve, I already gave Steve these numbers so he can oh, break it down Jesus. a little bit. You find, from the dragon's hoard, you find, and you, and you spend time counting it, mm-hmm. and uh, Frogo, and you know, the dwarf, uh, uh, Maximus, the bearkin, you know, they come over and they help you, essentially, because there's just so much wealth to count it all and to kind of keep track of it. Fortunately for you, you have this dwarf who's actually like a pretty good... So am I. Uh, yeah, yeah, but he's got an eye for uh, artistry and and fanciful things, and so I you discover of dwarven kind man. Assuming that you counted correctly, you have two million nine hundred and thirty-six thousand, so almost three million nine hundred and fifty-seven gold pieces worth of coins. So you have almost three million gold in coins. All right, this does not include, for the record, the 200,000 gold pieces that you got from winning the tournament, which you also have mm. in a chest in your bag of holding. Yes. This is separate from that. You find that the, all of the art pieces that get pulled out, there is paintings. This is a red dragon's lair. Red dragons like the finer things. And you find, uh, you find uh, vases, historical vases. You find paintings, lost, famous paintings. You find silverware you find toolkits of the finest quality you find um an alchemist kit with vials that are carved from diamonds like it is it is the dopest collection of this and all of those things together frogo kind of in his head is you see him scratching some numbers and you find that you have almost 600,000 gold pieces in art 595,826 gold pieces um worth of art 500,000 yeah. Almost, almost six hundred thousand. Five ninety-five, eight five ninety-five. Almost six hundred thousand gold pieces worth of art. Five hundred twenty-five thousand um, six hundred minutes. With a ton of time, could be turned into gold pieces. It could be used to 
decorate the guild hall and or future homes that you may have. But it would take a really long time to liquidate that into gold, right. like a year, two years. Like this is this would not be an easy process. We need to um, hire someone to to find out where a lot of these sh- are actually supposed to be. Well, why don't we like use them to to make this like an attraction? Like, ooh, nice. Oh, build a gallery. If, yeah. if you guys don't mind, I you could keep the uh, the art and fancy stuff there. I'll just take like my share in gold, and I'll. I'll Take like the worth of that stuff and, no. and take that. Yeah, that's not how that works. No. Why no. why wouldn't you want to do that? Because some, some of that art, to be you honest, you like, I think it should be put it's in an like even museum it's or an something. even split, so you'll get some of the art too. But I'll sell you the art and then I'll take the gold. I mean you were kind of you were kind of useless in those two fights <gasps> that we had. I, I think we should probably take that into account. I really had to save your life. There's like a, three there's times. a there's a pause of all of the guild members who are around. It's just roasted you. I did have to save your life like four times. So those are they're like, who is this guy? <laughs> no, none of them know who you are. Whatever. I think we should take that into account too. Um, um you also right, find I'll, I'll take the art. No, they, fine. they know it's him. Fine. They don't know him. Oh. You also find fifteen common magical items, nine uncommon, four rare, three very rare. And one legendary, which are spelled out on this list. Oh my! Which you can peruse at this moment, but I will. I will text you a picture of all of them. Okay. Many of them oh completely useless yeah. to you. Darn. Bracers of archery, oath bow, probably not going to be super useful to What's you. The legendary, but, one? but you got them. The scarab of protection. Whoa! What is the, oh, yo! I could probably. Use you don't know what a lot of these do. Profilo yeah. uh, kind of like glances at them. Is not super interested, to be honest. <laughs> Look at a pile of things like. Uh, <laughs> so literally in the in the do? tavern, and there's just like there's like a couple of like the late night guys who. Wait, we did this in the middle of the normal part of the tavern. Yeah, and, and no, I think we did in like the dorm room area. There isn't enough space. Like uh, at at some point, then you go if we're gonna like if we're gonna catalog this, like we need more space. And so let's get in the hole. <laughs> and so there's a, there's essentially like two guys who are just like the every night kind of guys and, and they're just sitting there and, and like one of them's just like smiling and just like laughing to himself like he's just like he's just like you know he keeps repeating he's like I know I love this tavern <laughs> <laughs> it's about to get so much better <laughs> yeah boy um, where'd you guys get oh, wait, this gold uh, nowhere yes. <laughs> and, and for the record when you're like that like like at least one of you brings up like are these your guys and, and, and the, the staff is just like nah they're cool like like these guys, these guys should almost work here. They're here like so often. Like, I yeah. think we need to invest in a vault of some kind. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, that's a good idea. Now, for the record, if you want to mechanically have like an actual vault, like your your structure is kind of tapped out as far as like like having it in this particular tavern just mechanically the way we're doing that so right, you would, right, right. you might need to actually know, build a new facility <gasps> for that what if, underground what if we built a cavern through what if we built a cavern filled it with solid rock again and then the only way to get in it is to either teleport or eye stone shape through it so you know, other people it. are going to have that ability Oh, yeah, but do, they won't know exactly where it is mm. hey guys It'd be like oh. it would be like shooting in the dark mm. For a, a penny in the air with an arrow. Some hey, people can do that. I'm gonna take that lantern because that's really handy. Because <laughs> I don't have one anymore. 
and yeah. I take the lantern. The that's burning lantern. Yes. Oh, cool. Again, that's fine. I'll just take my share cool. of the, uh, and the gold and the art, and works for me. Not going to try to claim any of the items. Uh, he he kind of looks over them and isn't invested in any of them enough to fight for him. Yeah, figures. <sighs> let them have their pick of that, and then for the record, those also with time uh, could also be liquidated yeah. for cash. Indeed. But wow, know, I think he's he's pretty happy with in where the he's place at. that you're at. Strummels is like a pretty big city. If you were to go yeah. to even like Orkaname, like it's, he's it's, got he's got mine. Orkaname is is similarly sized to Strummels. Uh, you know that if you were to go to like uh, a Valorn or Mari or um, or Barlak or the capital, uh, it'd be a little bit easier to sell these. And and that's probably like if you hired somebody, that's kind of like a thing like Ico could do, um, but it would end up being like a full time job if you were trying to liquidate this stuff as fast as possible. Yeah. Um. Hey, hey, Ico. Ico is He's not there. on the road with Brigley oh, and Skimra and Grena. Um, okay, so wait, who's here then? Maximus, uh, Frogo. Frogo. Some regulars. Did uh, somebody uh, deliver anything to... Oh, and you have a, uh, you have a, the, uh, the octopus-armed uh, chef who oh, yeah. is, is the guy who prepares your meals. He's like a fish man uh, who's like an octopus. I can't remember his name. I totally forgot that he was a staff member at your establishment, but he's like your other. You have three like, quote-unquote, trained hirelings, and those are the three. Maximus, uh, that guy, and, and... Maximus manages like Frogo. the caravans. Um, yeah, he manages yep. the caravans. Frogo, um, did a dwarf and... Did a dwarf come by and deliver anything for me? Oh, and you see his eyes, his eyes light up. Um, and he goes, you didn't check your bedroom yet. Oh my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, there are wooden crates just piled up uh, and you begin to pry them open and you find uh, a suit of armor. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, you're, to be perfectly honest, like, you're not super sure how to put it on. There's a, there's like a booklet. There's like a, a pamphlet. Oh no. That's, uh, <laughs> that comes with it. Uh, there's also, there's also a bill and there's a little, uh, note, uh, scrawled out from Hoos, the, um, like the head, the lead dwarf yeah. of that, uh, little guild of blacksmiths that, uh, that yeah. says, essentially, take your time. No rush. I know you're good for it. Uh, and yeah. the armor cost 5,000 gold pieces. And that's it. And there's, a, and there's a handbook on how to put it on. So you're not sure what it's going to do <laughs> quite yet. It is, in, a, in a sense, it is like a magic item where you're going to have to learn it, play around with it a little bit. This is, this is new technology. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So you have, uh, you have what I call mountain armor. Yeah. Yeah, which is a which is a harken back to some three point five stuff. Uh-huh. It might have been called mountain plate armor, but yes, yeah, you have mountain plate armor. Uh-huh. You, ha- you haven't put it on yet. You're not. You don't know how to. You don't even know how to do it. There is a helmet, by the way, kind of like um, like the guy from their from their troop who had like there was like a, a a helmet. Yeah, which were like you know almost like the the destroyer from Thor. Like it's it's a big. Thing I already got ideas in my head of what it might look like. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give you full freedom to actually uh, render it. Yeah, draw it out of, of what of what it looks like for Koras. I'm totally cool with that. Yeah, hear this bellow come from Koras. <laughs> little section of the room. I go towards him. What? Ha- Whoa, 
I'm gonna need help reading this. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys want the values of the gold and art that you have? Sure. Or that we were splitting it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So gold, because I'm splitting up the gold and art because you might not have the art all up front. Okay. Um, so the gold is five fifty six seventy nine per person. Is that including your winnings from the tournament? That's not including the winnings okay. from the tournament. So wait, wait, wait. That's all gold. Five. Yeah, this is this is all gold. Five fifty six seventy nine plus fifty thousand from the tournament each. This is just from the the gold part of it. Wait, 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 wait. Five, five, 550,000? 550,000. 550,000. Wow. Okay. 550,000. 679. 679. And then okay. art. There's a zero in there I wasn't yeah. counting for. And then an art value, which again, you're not going to have all up front, but it's 111,717. That's everybody. Yeah. Each? You said that to each. That's 595. Like, I think we should probably like write that down somewhere separate. Like the art, like it doesn't sold like yet. Your main yeah. Thing. yeah, right, right, that's right. right. No, saying. no, I have it. Yeah, yeah, that's why I have it split up. So you I'm should splitting be splitting it up. Uh, and then I don't know. I, I think we'll probably figure that we're gonna probably have a bunch of it as guild funds. But I mean, essentially, we right. have our own money. Yeah. We so just, the five hundred fifty thousand is is gold that you have okay. now. I mean, and the two hundred thousand oh. is included in that, or no? No. So you have another fifty gold each. Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. Sorry. Um, oh. Um. Oops. I mean, do you, you guys just want to leave the the art here as like guild funds? Like, have somebody sell it and yeah, that could that that could work. Um, we can create a showroom for the meantime. Hey, I I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Um, would you be willing to sell me the uh, the portable hole? No. no. All right, it was worth a shot. No, it wasn't. Do you, um, do you realize how useful it was? <laughs> I, I, I do. Um, I might have to go find something similar. Lee, um, you guys are from the city. Do you know of uh, magic shops that might be open at this time? This this city does not have quite so many magic shops. Isn't there like a whole like magic quarter? Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a magic district. Yeah, in the city. Okay, so maybe that guy still has your shell and the three yeah. uh, enchanters. Well, maybe for the time being, we leave the chest with the tournament funds here, and well. To be honest, um, after we go to Brimley's wedding, I might be heading out on my own again. So I just wanted to. Right, 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 yeah. right. Um, I, that's a bigger. It, I, I'm, I'm not too familiar with Ordinate. Is that a larger city than Stromals? Perfectly low. You're, yeah. you're from a Troon. Yeah. Uh, it's, they're, they're like they're probably the same, the same size. size. Okay. Yeah, they're, um, they're not, one isn't necessarily large. We'll probably be able to find similar things in each place. Um, I'm just going to take a little bit of this now. I'm right, going to head up to the, the magic district to see if I can find maybe a bag of holding or something like that. Well, it's late now, but I mean... Let's see what's open. Okay, you can do that. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to do that real quick. Is there anything open if I go walk around? Right, so do you leave the guild hall? Yeah. Uh, With like not too much gold. But. Oh, guys, one quick thing. Junta, you got that sword from the lady. Can I have that sword? Because... No, this one's not. When you say that sword, Korath is doing his uh, most. There's, there's a sword that was like in one the, of magic items. Yeah, Korath is doing oh, one of his least favorite activities: reading a manual. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm not particular. This sword it looked cool, so I grabbed it. Do you want it? Oh, well. What what kind of sword is it? Uh, which one? The one. The long sword. You, mm. The lady uh, sword. You'd have to spend about an hour with it to fiddle around with it. And okay. Oh, I have an well, idea. I know it's a long sword. No, no, no it's a little. It's it is a long sword. sword. I have an idea. Let's. Let's just check them out. And like, can Junta and I just like take an hour together? You want to sit like, here and look at these, these items with me? So the, for, yeah. record, for the record, every item will require an hour of playing with it yeah. to figure out what it 
Hey, does. can you guys help us? Wait a minute. And I like try to get like Frogo and all them to like help us look at these uh, letters. This is going to be awesome! Perfect <laughs> before you leave. Yes. What What about that, that bag right there? And I point to a bag that's just like sitting at the bottom of the portable hole. There is a, a bag, a bag-sized bag. It looks like a backpack. I I mean, you're looking for a bag, right? Yeah. What about um, that bag? I'm going to jump down and pull it out. Cool. I mean, it looks like a bag. It's magical. Okay. For sure. To figure out its full capabilities, you probably need about an hour. I'll spend the hour but doing you that. Also know, you also around. know that if you spend an hour now, like at the, the, ti- the time that it is, yeah, if you were going to catch some shops because the sun yeah. is going down. Um, I'll, I'll check the bag out when I get back. I'll go do the shopping and see okay. if I can find anything. Cool. All right, you head into uh, you head into town. You head into Stromals. You find the magic district. Uh, you look nice enough as far as cleanliness and right. not, not cleanliness so much, but you you seem. I look together. upper upper crust. Um, yeah, that they they totally let you right. in. And upper crust. As you're walking around, question. Yeah. So okay, so there's a three and then a four. Don't worry about the don't worry about the numbers at all. Okay, I was yeah. don't okay. worry about the numbers. That was my uh, keeping Trying track. To organize of yourself. Got it. How to? Because I rolled for these sort of. I picked the the level that I wanted it to be, and then I picked. I rolled to see. So on the items list, there was like page one, page two, page mm-hmm. three. So I rolled to see which page, and then there's twenty per page, and then I rolled a d twenty. Mm. So um, that was taking you know, a while. Yeah, it took a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry about the numbers. That was okay. just my own organization. No, that's fine. Um, I am going to have some of those theoretically. Yeah. Uh, Perfectly. You're yes. you're walking through town, and yeah, yeah. Uh, as you you come into the magic district, uh, it's pretty quiet, and you're walking around, and you're. Uh, you're looking for uh, a shop, magic shop. A lot of them are closed. Um, you're, you're hoping you're looking for just kind of like a general store, seeing if something like that is right. there. It, it's it's pretty quiet. Uh, roll a perception check. Solid eight. You hear a soft scream up ahead. Like whoa, 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 whoa! Come on, whoa. hey, what what the? What the heck, man? <laughs> what, the, what, the, what, what, what the? Yeah, I, I think he moved towards it quietly, trying to see what's going on. Cool. Um, so you begin to approach. You 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 detect the sound coming from uh, an alley, and as you're approaching it, there is just a flash of green light, and green the screaming light. stops. And as you kind of turn you see Emmett yeah and he's just kind of like looking at the ground just kind of like whistling to himself and roll another perception check there's street lights and stuff so you're not totally in the dark yeah I mean he's he's throwing something up and down he's catching his hand you can't quite tell what it is and he goes hey um hey Emmett what's going on what's up not much I'm just shopping what about you um you know, I, I, uh, my, my buddy lived uh, down this way, and, our, and it was kind of like a secret way, a little uh, yeah. get there faster. Gotcha. And uh, yeah. Um, you so, see uh, your family yet? Uh, I stopped in real quick. Um, That's good. Why are they doing? me to uh, do an errand, so. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, have a good night. Yeah, you too, man. Right. Keeps on moving. Uh, and, he, and he starts walking away from you. Yeah. Um, you begin I walking. Ke- I, I would kind of keep an eye on him out of the corner of my eye, just being like, something's weird. I don't want him to like sneak up on me. So watching him until he's gone. Yeah. And he, As I uh, walk away, though. he walks out of the magic district. Um, <laughs> you find the shop and he doesn't have anything. Okay. I go back. 
How, how long do I need to spend uh, looking at this manual to get an idea of what this thing does? Is there like an intro paragraph? <laughs> hmm. To figure out what it does, probably about an hour. Okay. Uh, because it is it is written in kind of highly technical terms. Right. And so you're reading it, and you're like spelling things out in the air to try to like figure out how words are said. Right. At that point, Frogo kind of comes over, and he kind of just like lays on his tummy next to you on the floor, like a slumber party, and he's just like reading the manual with you, trying to figure it out. Because, I mean, I don't know if this, is, if this has been divulged, but like before Korath joined the Brotherhood of the Timeless, he did not know how to read. There was no need. I, sure. He's part of a tribe of barbarians that just wandered around. Uh, I don't know if he could speak. I don't know if he could read it. He'd definitely speak it. I forget what the... No, no, no. Yeah, you're right. I can read it. I can read it. So I, I, I'm... Is the, is the, is the tome in, in Dwarven? Is there a Dwarven section? It's, it's uncommon. It's okay. uncommon for sure. Korath, you spend a significant amount of time studying the manual. You find out a couple of things. You find out that it takes the same amount of time to put it on, to take an off, to put it on and take it off as regular plate armor, except you need a second person to help you do it. Okay. So in the midst of battle, it, it's going to take, however, I don't remember offhand how long it takes, but it's a long time to just shed your armor. Well, yeah. But you need a second person um, the way you should with regular plate armor. Right. Putting plate armor on, even, even normal plate armor, is still not a thing you can really do because it takes like 10 minutes. Yeah, it takes a long time. <laughs> um, excuse me. So there's that. It, has, it sets your base AC to 20. So plate armor, is, it stops at 18. Uh, your armor class, your base armor class with it is 20. Okay. Plus it has a, a plus one magical effect. So essentially it sets your armor class to 21. 20 of that is just raw armor. Whoa. Okay. Um, another one is, is, is like the magic of the material. Okay. It gives you disadvantage on all athletics checks. Hey. It's so big and bulky. Now you have advantage, advantage. to counterbalance that, uh, but it gives you disadvantage on all athletic checks. Uh, and also, it is uh, an armor of invulnerability, meaning it gives you resistance to all non-magical uh, oh, no. bludgeoning, slashing, and piercing damage. So nice. Korath, so Korath is basically gray Thanos with a beard. So it's a really, really good armor. Uh, the negatives to AC. Take some people to take it on, put it off, but I think the positives outweigh the negatives in a lot of ways. Um, and attunement? Uh, it does not require attunement. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Really? It is, it is essentially, it's, it's mundane armor. It's, it's unique. It's two of a kind. And there's only, to your knowledge, there's only two sets of it in the whole world. It's not, it's not from, from you and Drogo deciphering this, it's not, it wasn't made by making armor and enchanting it. It was forged magically. So the, the anvil and the hammer and the fire that it was made from were able to make a more potent than normal armor. And that's it. From what you can read, there are no drawbacks other than the ones I've said. And then I mischievously smiled. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So you and Drogo, you start putting on the armor. Frogo. Uh, yeah. What did I say? Drogo. <laughs> Drogo. Cal Drogo. You and Frogo start putting on the armor. No. Um, and you look the way you look in your head. 
I so I need to see some picks. I see. Okay, wait. Question. Answer. Oh wait, it takes the same. Okay, wait. You said it can come off. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. I was. It's not like bolted on. You know, it's I, not I was like, like yeah. I was like, am I just in this forever now? No, it's not. Yeah. Okay. It's bolted shut around. Forever armor. Okay. Well. Okay. So my my I I I fashion a quick armor stand out of scraps of wood and I put my old armor on it and I just look at it like I put my hand on it. I'm just like. Well, that in the Riverside I, Town. And then I knock it over. <laughs> it looks like I'm about to cry. And I'm just like, forget you. <laughs> uh, um, all right. I'm, I'm going to look at this this book over here. I'll check out. I'm going to check out this uh, sword. Uh, Which one? The one in the pile. I thought you were checking out the one that you got from the lady. Oh, well. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna, know. I'm gonna give in this night. I'm gonna let each of you pick one item for your characters to learn what they do, uh, and then you we know you're gonna go to bed and head to Brimley's wedding. All right, I'll look at yeah. the one the lady gave. Then I want, I want to look. I don't like swords. I like books. Okay, uh, I'll check out the that lady's sword then. From from the other room, you wild. just hear nerd. <laughs> <laughs> the enduring spell book. No, the okay. yeah. Yeah, so Jinta, uh, as you're uh, as you're you're flipping through this, you discover it to be a tome of understanding, which, unless In- I'm wrong, increases your wisdom score by two. Is it your wisdom or intelligence? Wisdom. Oh, it's your wisdom. Oh, wow! I was like, Ooh, that'll be a fun uh, uh, wedding present for Brimley, but nope, it's just a present for you. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll increase your wisdom <laughs> by two. Uh, Craig, you said that Windar is checking out the, la- the sword from the pile or the lady's sword? The lady's sword. Cool. Uh, after a while, you discover the that there is a, a, a word in order to activate uh, the sword, and it is a flame tongue sword, like the one Perfidule has. This one is long sword size, and the flames mm. are bright silver. Oh, Ooh. cool. And it's is it in primordial? Uh, the Like the word that you're supposed to say? Yeah. Sure. Oh, It's I- the primordial word for... Flame tongue. Silver. We'll say Sil- it's the primordial word for silver. Silver, And it fair. creates <laughs> this war rush of, of silver flames. Oh, fair. It matches, like, your, your neck. Yeah, it's like I have a bow tie now, but not really. Maybe an ascot. No, it's, it's more like an ascot. So, the, so the, the, the thing on your neck is, it's longer down, more like a tie. Um, it, 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 you know, it's your skin. Yeah. You know, it's your scales. No, it's a tie. <laughs> um, as you know, Kong. as the light is like really uh, hitting uh, you, Windar, something else the rest of them notice, but you kind of haven't noticed, but now you've got a mirror, you know, somewhere in the guild. You're actually seeing it. Uh, it's not just like a big silver patch. Uh, there is some vague like, like lightning to the edges. Like there is some kind of like jagged, uh, uh, um, like each, like there are some scales that are part bronze, part silver, and there's yeah. little lines to make it look like there's almost like a lightning bolt, a silver lightning bolt coming out from like your your bottom, you know, your jaw all the mm. way down, like halfway down your chest. Whoa! It could be like following the, the lines of the sca- the edges of the scales out a little bit. Boom, boom, boom. For sure, <laughs> guys, don't mind me. I'm just gonna check myself out for a minute. Um, wow, it's so weird. I know, and. It's, and he says silver in primordial or yeah. whatever, like the flame tongue word, and it activates. And he's like, "This is so cool." Does flame tongue re- require attunement? Yes. Cool. So, so you realize uh, at some point, you know, you do have to unattune to one of your weapons yes. to like make this happen. You you feel that mm. that need for for uh, connection. 
Um, and so you make it happen. Now you can choose to reattune to whatever item you chose, you know, to unattune from. Mm-hmm. If you want to bring the flame tongue sword with you, yes. Um, forward. Well, oh my. <coughs> well, he has like one. I don't know. I, since um, one, I forgot his name, but he was with Hoos's uh, guild. Um, since he looked at my sword, is Atreus? There no. Trace is in your sword, yeah. Oh, he's still there. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, the curse is gone though, right? Or uh, the it it it's still there. You reattune to it. You're you're connected again. Essentially, oh, okay. it just severed the connection between you and the sword. It's just a sticky relationship. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can't be attuned to that sword without it attuning to you. Like, yeah, no, that's fair. That's so, that's why I'm so just double checking. Breaking with. of the quote unquote curse was just severing mm. the pull that your spirits have connected to each other. Yeah. Um, and that just says his spirit has kind of just integrated into you and, and led to your barbarian side. Yeah. Um, you know, you're just very intertwined. Um, and again, when you separated from him, you know, you lost your barbarian-ness. Yeah. Um, so it is it is part of you in that way. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. It's kind of like a pact of the... A little bit. Uh, a pact of the blade. Yeah. Or lock, it's like a hex it's blade. A, a little it's a, bit. It's a hex... It's a, it's a hex bar... It's hex a hex barb. barb. <laughs> so, just to be clear, if I unattune from the sword, am I going to lose my barbarian? Well, you can't again? unattune from the sword. I, oh. You're connected. That's what I'm saying. Your spirit... Oh, your spirit and Atreus are connected. You would need magic to sever your, I would need your to, connection mm, to the sword. Okay, I would need to... So, um, if, you, if you were trying to do that. But, but yes, the last time you separated from the sword, you lost your barbarian powers. Gotcha. And you, you, you feel like that would happen again. But really, you find that the, the bag in there is a handy haversack. Cool. So there is, up there the, is some uh, extra dimensional space available to you as far as putting yeah. uh, coins in. Yeah. Uh, you stay up probably way too late because you have all these toys and stuff that you want to play with. Uh, do you take all of the gold... Um, and stuff with you in the portable hole, or do you leave any of it behind? I, I think we would take it all. Um, I feel like a portion of my gold is probably still going to be in there. So when we get to Orkname, one of my first things is going to mm. be uh, tracking down another bag of holding so I can get my half out of there, or my share, sorry. Word? Wait, another bag of holding? Another a bag of holding. Oh, wait, you can't use the handy haversack? I can't, but it only holds up to 80 pounds. So I'd like to get a bag of holding that oh. holds up to 500 pounds. To, you know, That's true. A little extra support there. Good point. You could put the handy haversack in the bag hole. Uh, no, no, you cannot. Wait. How do you know? Yeah, how do you guys know that? Wait, 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 wait. The handy haversack was in the portable hole. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> a wizard did it. A wizard did it. <laughs> it had a one time. What? Yeah, it was, it was empty. empty. It's yeah. fine. That's fine. Yeah. I was like, it wasn't magical. My heart just stopped for a second. I'm like, wait a minute. The, ma- the magic wasn't activated, so you yeah. didn't have to do anything. Yeah. You, you didn't speak the code word. Guys, everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. Oh, everybody right, has cool. those days. Uh, I think we'd get what a little rest we can, and then yeah, all right. head out. Wait for uh, Emmett to get here to... You guys, uh, you guys sleep the night. Does that count as a long rest? Counts as a long rest. Worse. Before we all say, wait, who's going to be my plus one? Oh, it wasn't that. I I thought I was going along with you. Junta, I'll be your plus one. But you already have an invitation. But I can still be your plus one. Do we lose our level of exhaustion because we're not stoned anymore? Correct. Mm. (laughs) 
You are you are you are no longer stoned. Whoa, I can't nice. even I can't do abilities without disadvantage, man. Oh. <laughs> so um I well I, I thought I was gonna be a somebody's plus one so I could Perfect. go along with you guys. Be my plus one. Well, thank you, Korath. I appreciate that. Windark, are you gonna take? Just don't do anything funny. Well of course not. Why don't you ask Tira? No. Um, yeah. I mean, after the tournament, I'm pretty sure, um, Aegisar would want me far away from her or just need to be away from him anyway, but I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't ask her. We got to find out what actually went down there. Sorry, my voice cracked right there. That was weird. I know. Well, you have new armor. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Alex just lifted his arms up, you know, like... I'm a stiff robot kind of way. <laughs> you look more like a mountain than normal. I'm you, a mountain of a man. Uh, <laughs> or yes. I'm a man of a mountain. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I got to talk to Keck. We have, uh, we have music to write. Oh. More, um, more to I, add to your... I prefer it if you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right, I'm going to go to bed. Okay. Go I in the bed. I thought I rested already. Go in oh, the bed. Never mind. That was before I went to bed, I yelled. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, so I guess we wake up in the day. Uh, yeah, you wake up. It's, uh, it's late morning. Wait for Emmett to show up so yeah. we can mist it up and get to a wedding. Absolutely. Emmett and his wife show up. Yeah. Okay, his wife does show up. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> wife is there. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was went completely off the handle and murdered like half the town. Um, <laughs> so sir. This is out of character. Obviously, I'm speaking yeah. in Alex's voice. No, it's cool. All right, let's uh, hey. let's hit the road, everybody. Yeah, yeah, let's do All it. All right, snap those fingers, Magic Man. Am I just like a? I'm just like a ride how to you. How much? No, is I genuinely appreciate the skills that you bring to the table that I cannot myself. Save how it. how much does the armor on his own weigh? A lot. Okay, I'm gonna fifty percent more than plate armor. Okay, that's that. No, that's good. I, I, I won't, that's that's all I need to know. Does anybody want a warhead? No, thank you. I'm good, thank you. You uh, bums. Yeah, you uh, you gasify. Yeah. Um. Uh, yep. You 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 travel hours and hours and hours. You land. You make camp. Sleep. You gasify, you travel, you make. I'm camp. reading every single day, by the way, for some period of time. Got it. Uh, yeah, you'll you'll definitely have uh, have the book done by uh, the time you uh, Dope. actually get to Orkaname. And yeah, uh, eventually you're you're flying through the sky, and and you see. I can fly twice as high. Mm. <laughs> you see uh, skyscrapers. You see these. These structures in the distance, hundreds of feet tall. Uh, you are uh, you're flying over the other. You're flying over the other Great Lake of Atroon, um, and you find a forest uh, kind of kind of hugging its edge. And and yeah, so you see that you see in the distance. You know, uh, as you're as you're sailing across what feels like an ocean. To be honest, it's so big. And you see that, you know, there's a forest, but then kind of in the middle of the forest, you see skyscrapers, hundreds, these, these buildings that are hundreds of feet tall. 
Uh, and as you're approaching, you realize that they're not buildings. They're really, really big trees. These trees that are hundreds and hundreds of feet tall. And so Emmett kind of takes you off to the side uh, in a, and, 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 you know, you're like, in your heads, you might be like, wait a minute, why are we, Did you, you get know? any? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, why, uh, you know, why aren't we flying into the city? And you end up landing kind of on the outskirts of uh, the forest. So you realize that there are these really, really large trees. Um, and then there's smaller trees around it. So within this forest, there's kind of a, a larger, a, a taller forest. And you land kind of in the plains. And uh, you land and Emmett solidifies himself. His wife does too. Uh, and I do the same. And he says, hey, I, I just, it's, it's kind of bad uh, etiquette to just, you know, appear magic in a, into a in, wedding in a, in a in a city well the wedding's not for <laughs> it's more that we have to go through the right you know uh the wedding isn't for uh, another three days and in terms of the time that it's taking you to travel oh, and get there there's plenty of time uh, yeah right you got you got three days and and it's just it's just bad etiquette i mean you know i, I haven't been to organ name in a you know you know i mean like 15 16 years and uh i don't remember the kind of uh, the sky security they have but that's just not the first conversation you want to have with law enforcement is, is, you know, so, so I figured we could do this the, the regular way. That's fair. Yeah. And um, yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I materialize and I'm like, okay, so we have three days. Also at this point, like you're reading your book, you're playing with the magic items over the course of the night. You're talking to each other. You're, you're constructing plans of like, you know, these are the things, uh, we could do with all this money, you know, what, what could, what kind of structures could we build? What kind of investments can we make? You're doing all of those things, having all those conversations throughout the days as you're flying. So kind of like all, after all those conversations, we hit the orc and I say, wait a second guys, cause I'm wiser now, by the way, (laughs) do you guys think that putting all flooding, all that money into the economy is a good idea? My gosh. At the same time. You're so wizened. Yeah. This book is really good. You want to read it? Yeah. Read that. You take the book, uh, and there are no words on the pages. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought you were going to let me read it for a couple of days and then be like, yeah, it takes no, it, the pages. The pages are It blank. takes away your wisdom. And, no. uh, Junta, he's fallen for your, your prank. Because when you finished reading the book, all the, all the ink just disappeared from the pages. <laughs> Wait a minute. You haven't been reading this whole time? No, no. It's a picture book. <laughs> Corinth, you're like, wait a minute, that one's a cloud. And that one's a white, snow-covered mountain. Just blank. So they really zoomed in. Really These are really close-up <laughs> pictures of sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Very artistic. Yeah, and, you, and you, you go through every page, just like deciding what it is. <laughs> so you said we were we got through security and we're in the city? Uh, no, no, you're you're oh, okay. you're on the outside of the forest, uh, yeah. kind of leading up towards the city. And at this point, you're you're actually walking into the forest. Wait, cool. so we have we have a couple we have a couple days before the wedding. Yeah. yeah. Guys, we need to find a stag. But Oh, um, yeah, that thing that you want him to do. I, let's, we have to we have to throw Brimley the the proper the proper sending yeah. off ritual. Let's um let's get into the city first and find Brimley and find a place to stay and then we'll find your stag. Oh, this is going to be I have a couple of errands I would need to do before such a, an event anyway. 
Korath just duh, like just like plunges his hands into the dirt for a second. And I'm like, I'm gonna need ten minutes. <laughs> for what? <laughs> you what are you doing? Are you calling Trevor? Oh, yeah. This is new. I'm gonna summon him as a giant stag. All right. <laughs> Specifically, a giant elk. Now, giant elk. Uh, oh, so for so for you to do this, it would be. Uh, It'll be the higher, it'll yeah, be greater, the higher greater, version. Greater yeah, so this <laughs> literally huge deer, this moose-sized elk, uh-huh. uh, just kind of like a little bigger than a moose. Let's not be too modest here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, an, an Irish elk essentially, which is like the one of the just largest deer that's over. ever lived. Yeah, just kind of like turns a corner somewhere and and just walks up to Korath. Cool. All right, where'd you I find that? Hello, What's sir. Um... Hey, it's good seeing you. Do I still have to call you sir? Yeah, doesn't seem appropriate anymore. Nope, considering I am a primordial being that has been lending you my power. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, okay, okay Trevor, I guess we'll just make this informal then. All right, Kobath. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Got him! It's, it, it's Gorath. I know, I was making a joke. Well, we still can't hear it. But anything. jokes are supposed to be funny. <laughs> I imagine Corey is saying all this out. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> but jokes are supposed to be funny. Do we start heading to the city <laughs> now? Um, I'm going to go find a stag. Did, Did you just find is one? Is this not a... Well, no, I can't use, I can't use Tremor for... Oh, I just said your name wrong. I mean, I can't use Trevor for the for the ceremony. Of course, that would just be. Of course, that would be cheating. Let's um. Oh wait, actually, no. Brimley has to help. So yeah. So into the city. In yeah, into the city. Into the city. All right, you uh, you begin moving along, and and it, it starts off as just a normal forest, but the farther and farther you get, you eventually start to see streetlights, kind of. You realize you're not you're not in the city yet, but you're you're on the road into it, and so there are these markings to kind of be like you're almost there, you're almost there, you're almost there, and essentially the the branches from uh, from the trees they're they're kind of curled up into the and it's the same exact like shape and pattern every time into these uh, almost like this little brazier, and there is this kind of little glowing green ball of light just kind of hovering above it, uh, creating this this torchlight. Uh, it's kind of guiding your way. Uh, and as you get in, um, you, you can see kind of through these kind of smaller trees that you're getting closer and closer to these really, really large trees. And you eventually reach this, this point where the road isn't just random forest with lights anymore, but now the, the, the trees to your left and your right match perfectly. And so it's just, you know, two trees, two trees, two trees, two trees in this kind of hallway. Ooh. And that the, the ones kind of beyond them have kind of thinned out a little bit. Uh, and up ahead, you see like the first two of these really, really large trees. And their branches reach across and create almost like an archway. And there are a couple of these braziers on them with the glowing green lights. And there's, there's kind of, I mean, there's no wall surrounding the city. But there is kind of this like, here's the door. Uh, and then beyond it, you see, um, it's not quite like fantastical elven city uh, where like the, the buildings are carved into the, the trees and whatnot. It's still a, a regular right. city. Uh, there is clearly a, a wood and stone uh, aesthetic here, but you know, the, the buildings are made of planks of wood still. 
Um, you know, these, these small ones, there are definitely, um, you know, tree houses and things like that. There is a lean towards nature, uh, from what you can see. And, uh, there's actually a, a, a crowd of people, uh, kind of outside the gate. And there is somebody, um, processing, uh, yeah. Checking everybody in, yeah. um, asking for names and whatnot. <clears throat> uh, yeah. And so, and, and as you're, you're kind of waiting in line, you're waiting your turn, you're getting closer and closer. Uh, there's an elf in emerald green robes, uh, with, with a uh, desk and documents and whatnot. You get your first glimpse, uh, as, as you're moving up in this line, uh, towards the denizens of Orca name. And you see that there's an obvious lean towards elf, mm-hmm. maybe like 30% of the people you see are elves. But you also notice that there's a large proportion of the people are uh, beast beings. So you're seeing centaurs, you're seeing minotaurs, you're seeing mm. um, arachra, you're seeing, you know, this this animal population. And as you're kind of taking all that in, and you you know you reach the front desk, you give them your names and your occupations, unless someone tells me otherwise. Works for me. And uh, uh, as you do, you in the distance you see standing Aegisar Rorak in you know, maybe 20 feet into the city. But that's where we'll pick up next time. Hello, everyone. We'd just like to take this moment to thank our patrons for bringing this episode to you. So thank you to Austin, Brock, Caitlin, Don't Hate the DM, Frederick, JJ, Joe, Jordan, Justin, Kim, Nathan, Necroscope7, Neil, Phil, and Trevor. Thank you for all your support and helping us keep this podcast going.